drink cinema. Jeez. Good evening and welcome. Or good morning, good depending morning. on when you're listening. Uh, but either way, welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Brett's just taken my click pen yes, away. Yes, I have. Uh, you're welcome, we listeners. are ready for a preview episode. Uh, so it, this was meant to be... Hmm. So we're still in lockdown, uh, listeners. This was meant to be our, what we're calling, reaction review of Respect. Yes. Because we were meant to see Respect Mm -hmm. this week, uh, but cinemas are closed, so we're not seeing Respect. So instead of the reaction review, which is our short, immediate reaction, like the unboxing things you get on YouTube before you get on the full review. Yeah. Instead of that, we're bringing forward our planned nostalgia episode from September. So we are going to be previewing... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Which was our nostalgia movie planned for September because in June of 2021 was the 50th anniversary of the release of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Based on the Roald Dahl novel Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Factory. Uh, And there's a few stories around about why it's called Willy Wonka, why it's not called Charlie. I ha- yeah, I've heard, heard slash read two different ones. So one of them, which you might have heard of, is that the Quaker Oats Company, who financed the movie, were releasing a Wonka chocolate bar. Yep. And so they wanted to call it Willy Wonka. Or they just wanted to release a new chocolate bar. So they were like, hey, how about we give you money to make this movie? Yes. And you call it Willy Wonka. You know, the Quakers are that very friendly religion. To shake your hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shake your hands. Because <laughs> no other religion <laughs> shakes hands. Um, and we performed at their school. Assembly, oh, the friendly, remember? the friendship school. Yeah. yeah. The school was called the Friends oh, School. Oh, that's right. And the choir that Brett and I were in performed oh. at it. And then we did our little singing and it was the school assembly. So the whole school was there in the gym or whatever. Yeah. And then at the end of it, the principal said what he was going to say and then walked up to a kid in the front row and we were all like, this kid's in trouble. (laughs) And I was there thinking, this kid's just sat there the whole time. He can't be in trouble for anything. He wasn't talking, whatever. Just walks up to this kid and shakes his hand and then everybody shakes someone's hand. Everybody shakes your hands, yeah. In the auditorium, in the gym, wherever the assembly was and then they're coming up and shaking our hands and we're all friendly. So the Quaker is the very friendly religion. Can you imagine doing that now? Also do the oats. Did you sanitize? You just do elbows. You elbow elbow bump everyone. Yeah, you got to elbow bump your principal after assembly. Um, So that's story number one, why it was Willy Wonka and not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The other story uh, was that Gene Wilder was going to be the lead yeah, so it made sense to name it after Gene Wilder, not this kid that hasn't done anything before or since. Yes, I heard another story. Yes, was that it was the racially racial motivated? One. Yes, that um, I forgot the director's name. Mel Stewart. Yep, Mel Stewart. Um, he um didn't want to call it Charlie in the Chocolate Factory because um slaves 
were called Uncle Charlie's. Yeah, there was a big thing in the slave so, thing about Uncle Charlie. Uh, didn't, we didn't mind so much about the actual depiction of slave labour well, in the movie. That, no, that's a thing <laughs> that was changed. In the book, they're, that's right. they're pygmies yep. from Africa yep. that Willy Wonka saved. Yes. Uh, but then was also using as slave labour. Interesting that... In the 1971 version, mm. they were more op- like thought about that. Said we don't. That might be if it's African pygmies. Well, it was just. But after. then 2005. Yeah, that's all right. Take them African no, pygmies because just after the it was just oh, yeah, after yeah. the yeah, civil yeah. rights movement. Yeah. And when bad things are fresh in people's memory, yeah. people care about them. And then over the years, people forget. But the 2005 one is a lot more faithful to the, to book. the book. Yeah, Roald Dahl wrote the screenplay for the 71 version with Gene Wilder. But And there's a couple of stories again. Apparently he was very late with his drafts. So they got David Seltzer of the, uh, bubbly, oh, the drink. bubbly drink fame yeah. to rewrite the screenplay. He changed the, He was the one that changed the ending from the novel. He also yes. added the musical numbers. In the book, the only songs are the Oompa Loompa songs. Yeah. He added all the other songs. Dahl hated it and disowned the film. Yeah, he was not a fan. I read that as well. Yeah, and so he was uh, very unhappy, disowned it, and he said, you're not getting the rights to Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, which is the sequel, Mm -hmm. which then meant they had to change the ending a little bit more. Uh, And he also said, no one's allowed to make it ever again. And then he died. And so his estate said, said, yeah, I need money. Tim Burton, you can do it. Have at it. But when you think of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you think of Gene Wilder well before you think of Johnny Depp. Yeah. But interestingly, there were a number of other people that wanted to be Willy Wonka. Do you know any names? Um, Eric Idle. Yes. And the rest of them, the rest of the Monty Pythons. All of the Monty Pythons of the Monty wanted Pythons. to be it, but they said they wanted to have someone a little bit more internationally recognisable. Um, and who else? There are another couple of people that I had on. Sammy Davis Jr. wanted to be now the Candyman. But I don't think he did, because then I read somewhere else that he actually hates the song. But he did the song. Yeah. Because he heard the song, he wanted to do the song in the movie, but then um, the director was just like, no, I can't have a famous person in it because then it'll just be like the new Sammy Davis Jr. movie. Yeah, but it, and it'll also, he won't seem like he's just a normal candy store guy. Yeah. You know who else I read for Willy Wonka? Peter Sellers. Oh, he would have been good. Fred Astaire. Uh, I can no. 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 You know who would have been good if this movie was made like 10 years later? Okay, who? Robin Williams. Yes. Like it's pretty much a perfect role for Robin Williams. Yeah. If it had been allowed to have been remade, it would have been remade in the 90s and it could have been Robin Williams. Yeah. So it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Score and Gene Wilder was nominated for a Golden Globe. Correct. But both of those lost to Fiddler on the Roof. Yep. To Topol and to, uh, it's interesting that it's an original score, Fiddler, because it was a musical. 
I think because the old Oscar categories around music, there's, there was like an extra category. So it's like best original score, best original song, best original best scoring of a musical picture or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's more like the arrangement of the music and the songs in this yeah. mus- movie. Because yeah. back then there were a lot more um, movie musicals. So you could yes. have a category. Now it'd just be like the nominees are cats. And the winner and the next is year, cats. The num- the year before. The nominee is La La Land. Yeah. And no one's winning. Yeah. Because in our yeah. opinion. <laughs> not in the Academy's opinion, obviously. Um, but we're not rating La La Land. Uh, but that's totally separate. Three million dollars it cost to make and it only took four million at the box office. Ooh, not I think great. it's one of those movies like we were talking about with Rocky Horror, but on a completely different very level. different. No one um, has sex in Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. If you haven't seen it, no one has sex. Um, Except those four grandparents in the <laughs> one bed. <laughs> That's something out of Rocky Horror. <laughs> I mean, footsies all night long. Yeah. They shouldn't be able to feel their feet because they should have muscle atrophy. Yeah. Because they've been in a bed for so long. When Yes. We won't get into There's a whole... Um, Anti-Grandpa Joe movement yeah. out there, which we won't get into. Um, but yeah, it's like you, it's one of those movies that just is there. Yeah. And so people watch it as they go. And I'm pretty sure it was played like on TV as a movie once a year for 50 yep. years. But the premiere of it in London on TV, the first viewing of it on TV, uh, people cracked it. Because the soccer game, football game that was on beforehand, oh, no. went into overtime. Uh. So they didn't just start the movie late. Oh no, they did a. They just started it forty minutes into the movie. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were doing a Channel 7's Olympic coverage, and they were like, "If you want to keep following the soccer, change the channel." <laughs> I thought that was just that. No, it oh, was. No. Um, we're going to finish the soccer it's a bit offside, and then just. <laughs> We're going to finish the soccer and then just start the movie from where you would have been up to in the movie had we started it on time. Yeah, so you just rock up in the middle and go, I've got a golden ticket. I don't know what that so is. So 40, 40 minutes in is 40 like minutes when in they is meet. when Charlie gets his ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and runs home. You're like, what's this kid so excited about buying a chocolate bar for? Why is he running a marathon from his school to his house? Yeah. That poor little Charlie. Poor Cheer little up, Charlie. Charlie. They're so poor. So, so poor. So, yeah, the, the um, Gene Wilder uh, did the took the role on the kind of proviso and agreement with Mel Stewart that they wouldn't tell a lot of the kids a lot of the things that he would do. Oh, okay. So when he walks out at the start, he's got the limp. Yep. And the crowd's like, oh... No wonder he stayed inside. He's a cripple. But like, not that limping is a cripple, but it was the 70s. And so he limps and then he leaves his stick behind. And as he goes to fall, he does the somersault. Yeah, that was his gag. Yeah. So it's a gag, but it's also setting up that he is unpredictable. And in Gene Wilder's own words, setting up that you can't from then on trust anything that he's saying or doing. No. Because he lies from minute one. Yeah. Um, But also they didn't tell the 
cast other than Gene Wilder what was going on in the tunnel. Oh, the tunnel. And I remember that. I have visions of that being really creepy. It is really creepy. Okay. And they didn't tell a lot of the cast how creepy. And a couple of them actually thought Gene Wilder had lost it. Oh, right. So okay. when you watch, you can see that Willy Wonka looks like he's losing it and some of the cast look genuinely scared because yeah. I think some of them were. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of them thought that Gene Wilder had lost his little mind. So couple of th- there are a couple of things to keep an eye at. Gene Wilder keeping the kids on their toes. Also, they hadn't seen the chocolate room before they oh, yes, walked in. I remember in. hearing that once upon a time. Um, and so their reactions are actual reactions of wonder. Yeah. The other thing I remember is just that the kids are awful. Oh, yeah. yeah. The kids are awful. They're all just rude, rude little brats, except for poor, poor Charlie. Poor, poor Charlie. Because he hasn't, can't afford to be rude. No, he doesn't have any money. He can't afford to be rude. poor kid's nicer? He has to be nice because if he's nice to people, they'll give him money. Oh, true. But if he's rude, but then all the rude people have money. Yeah. Are they rude because they have money or do they get money because they're rude? They get money because they don't care about other people. Okay, and only care about money. Enter Veruca Salt. Enter Veruca Salt, enter... Violet Beauregard into Mike TV. Yeah. Augustus Augustus Gloop. So, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is what we're watching over the course of this weekend. Um, Enjoy it. And we will (laughs) have our review of it uh, next Tuesday for you to listen to. Thank you for joining us for our preview of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you get Tuesday's review episode. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. <laughs>